0: Now here is the host of Absurd Psychology, Dr. Gary Bell.
1: Welcome everybody. All right, today we're talking about can't find a good man. Boy, I hear this so often. It is unbelievable. Why can't a person find a good man? And, and that's a question that women and some men uh, around the world consistently ask. And each day it seems like a good man is getting even harder to find. And I believe it's true. You know, decent human beings of the male gender are rarer than ever in the dating scene. Men are being redefined these days, and what women want from men is now being redefined. And if you've gone online dating, you know, like the OK Cupid or Tinder, it's very easy to just start believing that good men just don't exist anymore. The truth is that there are decent men and great guys out there, at least statistically so. Dating is a numbers game, and the numbers are saying that there's a high probability that if you're persistent, that there'll be a good man out there for you who would love to date and marry you. However, that means you have to find them. And that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to have to find somebody to date. It's, it's unbelievable. But here's the thing that you really, really want to do. If you want to find a good man, go to where good men go. Now, that could be all kinds of different places. That could be something like a golf course. It could be something like a baseball game. It could be some sporting event, whatever. But sometimes we can find good men in that pocket. Sometimes we can find good men. You you as a woman can find a good man out in the stands of maybe a baseball game for their kids. Mm-hmm you know, or some kind of sports event, soccer event for their kids. You know, we have to get creative. You've got to get outside the box. The other thing is, if you go on dates, go on dates where you really love where you're going and you could be the best you can be. Because if you go to places that you enjoy and you're the best that you can be, you obviously are going to have more confidence, probably better boundaries, and you will feel good about yourself and that person will see you at your best. You know, if you're asking yourself, why can't I get a good man? Why can't I even attract a good man? You know, if you're looking for a good man to be good to you, a large part of your ability to succeed is maximizing your chance. So the reason someone can't find what they call a good man is because they are attracting the bad men. And based on what they feel about themselves, if they don't like themselves, they're going to attract people that don't like themselves too. And so we attract what we are. And we have to be very careful that we're not always in our worst pocket When we're out there looking for somebody, when someone truly loves themselves and has healthy boundaries, they start attracting different types of people. And whether they uh, try to do it or not, many women end up sabotaging when it comes to finding a nice guy to date. Now, here's some reasons. You, You have a type and refuse to deviate from the type. Well, that's a trap. A lot of people tend to assume that they can only date a certain type of person, but that often leads them to ignoring good people who might actually be better for them. (laughs) While there's nothing wrong with standards, refusing to date people based on things like, let's say, their height or the music they listen to might be a sign you're being too picky. There's also a difference between having reasonable deal breakers and writing a nice guy off because you're scared to get too close. There are a lot of people in this world who have anxiety around uh attaching to people. It's called attachment anxiety. And desperation is also not sexy. Uh, you know, women get into their 30s, mid-30s, and they're not married yet, and they don't have children yet. There's a desperation there. But that desperation has got an agenda. And if you're going to date somebody, you want to date them to know, can we just connect on a friendship level first and see where it goes so that we don't just hop in bed and, and try to create chemistry with each other as people after we do that? You know, it, it's it's amazing that people trivialize sex these days. It's just not Uh, uh, it's a recreational activity, basically, for a lot of people. And when we do the jump in the bed thing, we don't really get to know the person. And we, uh, many women feel very desperate that they haven't had that baby. And once again, they're in that geriatric area or whatever you want to call it in the 30s. And now they're going to go and try to find whatever they can find. And, 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 I get it. You know, that desperation, though, is not sexy. And so good men don't want women who will take uh, anyone. And if you're honest with yourself, you probably wouldn't want a guy who would take anyone either. So, you know, we got to take it down a notch and get off that agenda and have a little bit of faith that if you put confidence out there, you put good boundaries, you take care of yourself, there's a good chance you're going to attract you know, if you're, you're expecting to date way out of your league, hold out for someone who's literally flawless. That's going to hurt you, too, as, as much as it, It's it's hard to say. But there's such a thing as dating out of your league. And trying to do this could mean that you're missing out on decent men who would date you. If you want someone who's incredible, you need to have something to offer them that's equally sexy and smart. And by the way, smart can be sexy. Moreover, there's a certain limit on how great someone can be. Nobody is perfect. And if you're waiting for a perfect, you're going to be single for the rest of your life. You know, the best way to find a decent man is setting your standards high enough so you don't get walked all over, but not so high that they're unrealistic. Because if you have expectations and you don't get those expectations met, that, my friends, is depression. Be, the, the not meeting an expectation means that we're going to have a, a failure narrative. We're going to have betrayal. We're going to have all kinds of things attached to that failure that, that really makes us feel less of ourselves. And so we don't want to play with that, with that expectation. You know, it also, a lot of people refuse to go out, especially after COVID. You know, how are we gonna meet new people if you don't go out? You know, most of the time, online dating doesn't yield good results. You know, uh, uh, it's it's actually about a third of all men on those sites are are already in relationships. They're just trying to boost their ego by trying to get other people to uh, acknowledge them. And your best bet is to find a good guy in person. So go out and have some fun. And I know a lot of people have social anxiety. And I know a lot of people don't feel like their body is ideal or their pictures on their Facebook page actually don't reflect what they look like now. However, you just got to go out and put yourself out there and be who you are. You know, some people also uh, don't form an attraction because they act like a diva. Expecting your date to treat you with respect is, is given and it's totally reasonable. But what is respect? Respect is listening and you have to do that too. You know, what isn't reasonable is expecting a man to shower you with presents every single day, pay for everything, also put up with temper tantrums. You know, if you act like a diva, don't be shocked if men eventually get sick of it because it's high maintenance. They don't want to live like that. They want to live in a place where they can be home with you. That's not home. That's ego. They also, many people hang out with the wrong crowd. Part of meeting good men is hanging out with a crowd that has decent people in it. You are what you attract. So think about this. If you are the smartest person in the room, go to the room where people are smarter than you. If you're an attra- if you're an attractive person, go where other people are more attractive than you are. You know, it, you need to actually surround yourself with people that you that reflect on what you want to have in your life. You know, and, and, and if another thing that's really crazy is there's a lot of women out there that hate men. And if you've ever gone on a date with a woman hater, you already know how uncomfortable that makes a person. Believe it or not, men can pick up on bad vibes and it makes them just as uncomfortable as it makes you. You're also created from your expectations. So if you believe that there are only bad men out there, that is what you will attract You know, so start to look for good men and tell yourself why you can attract one. And we're actually going to build up and figure out what a good man looks like. You know, also, uh, it's a bad thing uh, if you bribe guys for dates. You know, the thing is that men who are worth your time will never want to accept a bribe for a date. Doing this only attracts the worst men and scares good men away. It's difficult for women to find a good man in a Mr. Right, typically, because they refuse to put themselves out there. You know, you've got to have social awareness. You know, guys get nervous. Guys can be intimidated by a woman, especially in this day and age. You know, we're in this woke thing All of our values are changing. Everybody wants everything to be fair. They want it to be just. But we don't live in a world that is fair or just. Sadly, that is what people want. And sadly, that becomes a part of a dating agenda. You know, a lot of men are intimidated by women to the point that they won't approach them and ask them out. And you might be surprised how many shy guys are actually out there. You know, a huge portion of dating involves having enough social skills to get along with people, present the right image, be safe. Safe is sexy. You know, just talk to people effectively. Actually, the person who is the listener is the one in charge of the conversation. The person who actually is curious and has good questions is demonstrating their intelligence. You know, the better you look, active field, the more attractive you become. The more attractive you are, the more likely it is that decent men will want you. You know, a little improvement can go a long way. And, and it's good to give it a try if, if things just aren't working. You never know what might happen. You know, you just want to stop asking yourself, why can't I find somebody? Why is it so hard? Because you're reinforcing that agenda by speaking about it. The more you speak about it, the more you've reinforced that there is no hope. You know, if you want to find a good man, it, it's, it's probably helpful to define what a good man is. You know, there's plenty of room for personal preferences and subjectivity. However, many women seem to share a similar definition. You know, what would that be? Well, it'd be uh, oftentimes a good man not only does have a respectable job, be nice to children, be faithful and loving to his partner, not abuse women physically, not idealize women and not turn them into objects and also sexually and emotionally mature. And they also want to behave on the Internet, you know, because a lot of people don't. They don't. They have the dual lives. They have all kinds of weird lives that they live on the Internet and they personify them way, themselves in so many weird ways, you know. You have to wonder, what is, what is somebody having a respectable job mean? You know, uh, what about a painter? What about a custodian? What about a garbage man? You know, they, they, those are actually respectful jobs. You know, some women define a respectable job as one that makes 80 to 100,000 per year. Well, those are good jobs, but only about 10% of the men in the world make that much money. Yet there are many more than 10% of good men in the world. You know, women who are interested in marriage obviously prefer somebody steady, somebody mature, generally kind, who would uh, make a good lifetime partner, good fathers to their children. And most important and possibly universal quality of a good man is maturity. Huge maturity and wisdom. That would be a beautiful thing. So many otherwise decent guys never seem to grow up and we see that we see guys in their 30s living with their parents that's crazy that their old parents are having to take care of their 30 year old body that is just insane however we live in a culture like that we live in a culture where divorce is normal and it's on the rise by the way and there is a lot of tension out there so we have to be if we want to be attractive we have to be good communicators good communicators are not people that will interrogate. Good communicators are people that are curious, curious. But interrogation, interrogation is really ugly. If you are a person that walks around asking why, 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 you become a very ugly person because it's a motive based question. And if you ever do interrogation in this world, the truth is if you ask a why question, the propensity to get a lie is much higher. If you want to really, really understand someone, understand the processes that led to their decisions in life so you understand them better what made you decide to do this career how did you decide that this was a way to go from from your fitness perspective you know what what made you curious about this sport what interests you in this idea that you have what what is it about that that makes you so so passionate about that thing so so, so these are the kind of questions that look at process that means we're actually trying to really get to know someone you know if you want your kids to lie to you by the way ask them why questions you know you need to get rid of that word you know you want to have a steady mature kind good man that would be great but we're human and there are bad sides to people but if you continue to bring resentment into a relationship or into your relationships resentment mean you're entitled to something. Um, basically what happens is you start to build barriers and the attraction goes away. You know, in in many cases, the term good man suffers from misconceptions about nice guys. Nice means something different to men and women, you know, But, but here's the deal. If you are a woman looking for a man, you need to find a man that, number one, understands your love language. What is a love language? Well, that's like giving gifts or... Getting compliments and validation, uh, spending quality time together, uh, doing things for each other—it's it's it's that uh, intimacy. It's that kind of stuff. But they need to know and honor your love language, and you need to honor their love language, and you need to get that early on if you want to find that attraction. The other thing is the other quality of what I would call a good man is a man who basically understands what it is to cherish a woman, or if you're a man and with another man, maybe cherish another man. So whatever that may happen. So, but the bottom line is, is that you have to learn what cherish is. I can't be the man I am without her. You know, I, I don't even know why she's with me. I am so lucky to have her. She's my best friend. It's that way when I'm with her, it's that way when I'm not with her, that my friends is the measuring stick of what a woman wants from a man. And you want to find a man that has that quality. Now, what does a man want? What a man wants is he wants to be respected, heard. That means you listen. That means you're a good listener. If you're a good listener, that means he is a man. If you don't listen to him, and if you're always trying to be right, then what's basically going to happen is you're going to destroy his his ability to feel respected, and he will feel demasculated. And that will destroy your relationship. You know, women often come from a female perspective. They think about what the value in a partner is, but they also have to think from a male perspective if you're trying to find a good man. All right, we're going to take a a quick break, and then we're going to come right back.
2: Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment.
0: one-couple marriage repair, a two-day workshop in Seattle, and more. Visit GBMFT.com today or call Dr. Gary Bell at 951-818-7856. That's drgbmft.com or 951-818-7856.
2: Dr. Connie Mariano is a groundbreaker. She was the White House physician to three presidents, toured the world on Air Force One, and has had countless amazing experiences. The one thing that life didn't prepare her for was becoming a widow. After losing her beloved husband, John, in a tragic accident, Dr. Connie joined the one million women who are widowed in the United States each year. While her journey as a widow has been one of intense grief and sorrow, it has also been one of extraordinary growth and rebirth. Now, Dr. Connie is sharing what she's learned, joined by her knowledgeable guests to help anyone struggling with this deeply personal and often lonely journey of their own. Tune into The Widow's Walk, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment.
0: are tuned in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. If you have a question for Dr. Gary or his guest, please call in to one 346 9141 That's one 346 9141 That's easy enough, but if you want to send an email, it will take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is drgbmft at sbcglobal.net. Or you can just click on email host on the Voice America page. Now back to Dr. Gary Bell's absurd psychology.
1: Welcome back, everybody. All right, we're talking about can't find a good man. You know, a good man. Let's just think about some really honest, realistic goals of what to find in a man. Here's some some ingredients you might look for. Number one would be maturity. Number two would be kindness. Next thing is intelligence. Another one is integrity, integrity. If you want to have people in your life when you're old, you have to have integrity. If you don't, you'll probably be alone in a nursing home with nobody visiting. Here's the big deal. Have a sense of humor, independence, Physical attractiveness, have your character defined. If you're going to be an indecisive person, what's going to happen is you will lack character. You have to be a decisive person if you want to be a person that is attractive. People that live in fear, that's people that live in anticipation their whole life, always anticipating everything. What happens is you created so much anxiety within yourself and trust issues within yourself that you are not attracted because you're a stress ball. And so the bottom line is make decisions. That takes the stress out of life. And then learn from them and change them if you if you if you need to. But the deal is, you know. Many women can't find a good man because many women don't know what a high-quality man wants and values. And so here's the things that we have to look for. You know, you you have to put on the right binoculars. You know, women in their 30s and 40s often stop looking around and ask, why are good men so hard to find? But the reality is good men are everywhere. So women want a man that is good-looking, mature, kind, a person that a man that respects them and a man that makes six figures or more. And the truth is that that caliber of high quality good man is is not rare, but it is kind of rare. You know, that means they have the high standards and more options. But however, just because a person makes a lot of money and is successful, at their job does not make them a great partner. You know, uh, and actually the truth is, just as we said earlier, about 10% of the, of the men in the world actually make 100000 or more. Most men make closer to forty to 50000 And that's the truth. Yet many women want to date outside of their ability. They don't meet the high standards of a high quality man, but they still want them. So a dating disaster, you know, the hard truth is that by the time many women start looking for a good high quality man or even a good man with an average income, those men, those men no longer want that kind of woman because they date around and they've done all kinds of crazy things and most guys that have taken care of their life are not really interested in somebody that slept around with 5000 people. You know, it, it's it's really interesting because we have to introspect if we want to attract you know, uh, it, the truth is, it's often hard to understand what the truth is and digest the truth. You know, and so we have to understand what it is to look for a quality person, and that would be someone who is fit. Like, uh, if you're going to be a, an attractive woman, you want to be probably fit in some way. It doesn't mean you're you're skinny. It just means be in good shape, as uh, take care of yourself. You know, friendly maybe feminine, that might be nice, and break down uh, other traits like what fit is. Well, the highest caliber men usually want women who are the fittest and most attractive. Why? Because they find attraction through their eyeballs. Women often find attraction through their ears. So we have to understand that men are visual. Women who are not extremely fit and attractive will have a much harder time finding a high quality good man but it's possible and you can always change that you know if a guy's only interested in your looks that's not good eye candy is not depth eye candy is not home eye candy is not peaceful that is not where we want to find you have got to find a man that's deeper than that you know also what is femininity? You know, feminine feminine energy tends to mean that these women are softer, more submissive than other women. But strong, independent women do find it harder to attract and keep a quality man because they are intimidating. And so, we want to have some balance there if you want to find yourself to be attractive. You know, modern women have become more masculine in their approach to life, and their work, and their relationships. And it's true that some men like that, and they are typically. Uh, more feminine men that like that so the the masculine feminine energy is balanced in a relationship when that happens that's a good working relationship that can be something that really thrives you know many women can't find a good man because they do not meet the high standards of a high quality man think about what a high quality man would want he'd probably want somebody who's fairly active who has an opinion who's fun to be around who has a good sense of humor who's obviously attractive, that's what he's looking for. That's really what he's looking for. Somebody that has good income potential, maybe. Somebody that would be great mother for children. You know, that's probably what a guy is wanting more often. So successful, strong women, if you really want to be out there, you probably want to demonstrate more feminine traits when you're trying to date. Not pushing away who you really are, but find some balance in there. You know, uh, uh, it's not so much that women can't find a good man. It's that they can't find a good man that wants them. That's the problem. Many, even average men in their 40s can date much younger women with less attitude and less baggage. So that is happening these days. There's a lot of people that are married to people 10, 20, 30 years younger than them, even more than that. And it's, it's kind of weird to see that the truth is. But maturity, we have to understand what we used to think was 18 is now 32 from a maturity perspective. And that's because these kids are so subjected to so many different choices and they haven't even formed who am I. And so while they're making these huge life choices during their 20s and trying to pave a path to a career, at the same time, they're not even understanding who am I. So what happens is they have to define their individuality and their job. Some define their individuality within their job and then they get laid off and they don't know who the hell they are again. So there's a lot of that out there. And that's why women actually do look for some older men who are more mature, more stable, and more capable. You know, high quality good men often prefer and could choose younger women, fitter women, prettier women, women with fewer sexual partners, women without children. If you want a high quality, good man, these are the kind of things that they actually value in a partner. And the hard truth is that if you don't meet the standards, you don't qualify. So the same is true of men with high quality women. Many women don't want to date a short or broke guy and that's their choice. I get it. But a short, broke, average looking guy just doesn't qualify most of the time. But if you're going to fix him, Which is never going to happen. But if you're going to try to fix it, that could be a problem too. You know, we have to look inside ourselves. You know, loyal men are out there. But you have to understand that you have to have a good relationship if you want somebody to be loyal. That means that you have to learn in a relationship the deepest part of love, which is learning to suffer for each other. That's right. That is the deepest form of love. Standing in each other's pain and being comfort for each other. Doesn't mean you're going to solve the pain for your partner, but you stand with the pain. When you have a person in your life like that, there is a person you want to begin to trust. How do you get to that? Faith. I don't trust you, but I'm going to have faith in you until I do trust you that you are what you represent yourself to be unless you change. You know, but we have to understand there's a lot of people that are scared to attach. As a matter of fact, if you've been traumatized in your life, if you've been objectified in your life, what basically will happen is that we tether ourselves to ourselves. We don't want to tether ourselves to anybody else because they will hurt us. And there is uh, that that fundamental traumatic experience creates that kind of attachment in a person. So what you have to do is decide whether you are the kind of person that can actually attach to another. If you're a man-hater, if you're anti-man, huge pain, uh, impossible to date, You know, ugly attitude, you know, your attitude, by the way, can be your greatest handicap. And Your attitude can actually be your greatest attraction. You know, if you're a combative person, that's not sexy. You know, if you're not affectionate or loving, not sexy, not good. That's not going to help you. You got to turn it up. You got to learn that you have to adapt. You have to change. That's you. You can't force other people to adapt to you. You have got to adapt to them. You know, you know, if I had a a dollar for every woman who told me that men are intimidated by successful women and can't handle them, uh, you know, we'd have a lot of dollars. But the truth is only men who live in their insecurity are going to shy away from strong women. Men cannot compete on the level of ambition, motivation and confidence you know it's it's interesting because men are very competitive by nature however ambition motivation and confidence can actually be something that both of you complement each other with because that sense of motivation and confidence and resiliency means that you're a you're a couple that will be able to get through things that understand things that understand how to team well you want a strong partner if you're a strong person you do want a strong partner that's confident but if you're a strong person and your partner is not confident in themselves, that in itself can be a drag because they become a whiner. And what do whiners do? They suck the soul straight out of your body by whining all the time. And that's not sexy either. You know, everyone has a different idea of what success or happiness means to them. But a man who's living with His truth has established a secure, confident foundation for himself as a person. However, we do have to understand that if we're going to date, if we're going to find somebody good to be with, we're going to have to have a good set of questions. And we also are going to have to have a sense of listening to other people's perception. So if you want to up your attractiveness, what a good idea is, is to become a good listener of other people's perception what that requires is you shift your tribal uh philosophies that we've all been uh, group thanked into is the, the the tribalism of oh you're one of those or you're this or you're that or you're whatever get over it that's not how we're built think about this all people are more good than they are bad I should say not all, most people. Most people are more good than they are bad. Most people are more right than they are wrong. So we have to go from that kind of a premise when we're dating so that you're not labeling the person that you're with. You may find that they may come across one way, but there's actually other subtleties that are very attractive about a person. But you have to be patient. You have to be patient. You know, this this first impression stuff Uh, If you don't have a a good sense of intuition, first impression dating is not good. If you're a defensive person and you're going out there to date, not good because your first impression is always going to be a criticism. You know, if you think about the things you don't want and you focus only on that, you may lose out on the things that you do want. You know, it's really important to think in those kind of terms. You know, if if you're finding that men the you're dating are scared or intimidated or pushed away by your strength. That only means one thing is true. You're dating the wrong types of men. You know you, the, there's a statistics out there that uh, there's a whole lot of things like with eHarmony and Match.com that 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 about 30% of the women on on Bumble or Tinder actually have a bio in their profile too. And, and so what you want to understand is something like Match.com or eHarmony, what's really interesting about those sites, and I'm not endorsing them because I don't think they're all that great. But what they do do is they use what is called the MMPI-2, which is a psychological test of your character. And so ingredients of that are a part of the... Uh, questions that you answer when you're entering into your profile so that they can uh, find ways to find other people that would be attracted to you and you might be attracted to them. And that's called an algorithm. And so they build an algorithm uh, by the way you answer those psychological questions. You know, this uh, (laughs) this is another thing that when you're doing all this emailing and typing and stuff like that, uh, putting stuff in your profile like I hope you like my appearance enough to swipe on me or I don't take dating seriously enough to tell you anything about me or maybe you just have a a, a, a picture of your middle finger, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, or maybe you're endorsing uh, smoking pot or taking drugs. If you're doing that, you're probably not going to attract a good man, you know, uh, um, Also, people put things in their profile like, this is pretty much my last resort. I'm not putting any effort into it. You know, the bottom line is that you attract what you project, both online and offline. If you want to find a man who's genuine, caring, serious about finding a relationship, then you need to send the message that you are the same. We also need to be realistic about the social landscape we're currently living in. A lot of guys are nervous about approaching women. Let's face it, if you're going to get married... Marriage is like the worst possible contract you will ever sign. It is the dumbest thing you could ever do from a logical perspective. If you're gonna get married, if you're gonna be in a relationship, it has to be about feelings. It has to be about the desire to be with another. It has to do with having the need to want a family. You know, it's it's very important for us to understand that. Also, We also wanna be realistic. A lot of guys are nervous about approaching women complimenting them or saying hello at the grocery store, they're shy. There's a lot of shy guys out there. And the truth is, is that maybe you need to break the ice. Maybe you need to say something that opens the door where that shy person gets drawn out and doesn't feel so much fear. You know, in this day and age, people are so nasty and so aggravated in life and so defensive that it is very, it's almost a risk to open a conversation with somebody that you don't know. You know, so you have to be safe. You have to be calm and give them a a, a safe place to come to, to have a conversation without a lot of nasty energy. You know, I would venture to guess that men you'd like to date is living an active life right now out there. They're at the gym. They're pursuing a career. They're running a business, enjoying a hobby, living a happy, fulfilling life. Now, that's an ideal we all know there's problems in life. We all know people have bad habits. We know people stink. We know people that don't brush their teeth and do stuff like that. That's not attractive, but some of those things could be corrected. What we don't think of, but you have to want have somebody that wants to correct those things. What we don't think of, though, is that he may be going about his day hoping for the exact same thing you are. Surprise, surprise. This is the part where women say to me, well... Why should I have to be the one to make the move? Well, the answer is another question. If you want something in life, are you going to hope it falls on your lap or jumps on the hood of your car and begs you to take it? Well, if you're going to be that prideful in this day and age, you're probably going to have a problem finding somebody. All right. We're going to take another break, and we're going to come right back. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: At 951-818-7856. That's drgbmft.com or 951-818-7856.
2: Stuck in a state of being that holds us back from creating the life we truly desire. Regardless of your own blocks or limitations, imagine an easier way to get unstuck and move forward with your life. On this show... Jason Hopkins shares his practical next-right-step approach that will move you toward the life you really want. You, too, can be steps from getting the abundance, love, support, and fulfillment your heart desires. Get unstuck. Move forward with your life with Jason Hopkins, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
0: That's easy enough, but if you want to send an email, it will take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is drgbmft at sbcglobal.net. Or you can just click on Email Host on the Voice America page. Now, back to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Welcome back,
1: everybody. You know, it's really also interesting that we're talking about dating and finding a good man the truth is is that we have to understand that different men are attracted to different types of women but uh the bottom line is is that men are visual for the most part but that doesn't mean that they don't find beauty in you they they may not like a way a person dresses when they're dressing sexually maybe they're looking for somebody that would better represent who they are And if you think about that, if you're going on a date with somebody, try to reflect kind of in the ballpark of what you would think that they would like to be represented by as a partner. They probably want somebody that's closer to what they represent themselves to be. You know, every single one of us, men and women, have been turned into products when it comes to online dating. But if you're going to put pictures out there, don't put selfies. That's stupid. It makes you look egotistical. You know, what you want to do is just put decent photos of you living your life. You know, you may have the most genuine caring heart, the most pleasant disposition, the absolute best personality on planet. But if if his attention isn't caught up long enough to approach you, he probably will never find you. And here's the thing that is really gross. Religion, women and men, Weaponize religion. And when you do that, when you jam religion down another person's throat as the main ingredient for dating, you are probably sealing your own fate. You know, it's great to try to find another Christian if you're a Christian. If it's if you're a Hindu, another Hindu, whatever. You know, Muslim, Muslim. It That's great. That's great that we have all these things that I want to marry somebody with my own faith. But the deal is there's all kinds of different degrees of faith. And some people use religion to hide behind. And that's very sad because there's a lot of negativity, judgment, and aggression. And there's a lot of Old Testament that gets thrown out at people. Unfortunately, the answer to the Old Testament is the New Testament, which is really where we ought to guide ourselves as far as our, our, our uh, ideals, as far as what we were looking for in another person. We want to look somebody that would be a reflective of the way Jesus behaved if you're a Christian. So here's some other unattractive things or attractive things that you want to be very mindful of. Your teeth tell a great deal about how old you are and your health. In fact, your dental identity indicates your age, your gender, your teeth grinding specifically indicates your psychological lifestyle and personality traits. If you smoke, if you drink too much coffee, if you have a great deal of anxiety, frustration and anger in your life, you're probably gonna have also funky looking teeth. Do you guys like English teeth? You know, English teeth can be really scary. You know, you also your grammar says a lot about your psychological background and your sociological background. So many people find bad grammar in a dating profile or in a person is a real turnoff. And think that if you don't know the difference between their T-H-E-R-E and their T-H-I- r e i r you're not worthy of wasting any time on that's not a good thing so grammar if you're going to go on online profile hit good grammar also confidence your self-confidence is not cocky self-confidence is not egotistical self-confidence means i know what i'm good at don't you want to have a surgeon who is self-confident if you're having surgery or if you're having, you know, a root canal, don't you want the dentist to be confident in what they do? What is wrong with that? We need to be confident. We just don't need to be cocky or egotistical. You know, and, and if you also are a person that likes to talk about yourself, that's not good. If you're a person that likes to talk over people, not very sexy. So you might want to think about that. Am I doing any of these things? You know, there's a lot of skills that are very good to have. You know, another thing that really messes up dating is people who break their micro promises. You know, I'll re- I'll, I'll, be there by 7 and then they show up at 7.15 or 7.30, but they don't call. You know, I'll meet you at the coffee shop around noon. OK, great. Then it's one o'clock and you're done. You know, it, they people often break little micro promises and if they have that in their character that says a lot about their character so you know the bottom line is a person that breaks micro promises also probably breaks some pretty big macro promises including fidelity you know the, the, it's 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 anything but harmless when micro promises are broken Cumulatively, people respect you less because you don't keep your word and they grow a subconscious grudge against you because breaking promises feels deceitful to them. A simple rule to follow is don't make promises you can't keep. And for some reason, if you're unable to keep the promise you made, you better inform that person right away so they their time is respected and apologize, actually take accountability, which is another quality that most people would find attractive. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people who can't stand accountability and have to be right about everything. So the other thing is, if you are a person that gaslights, not attractive, a gaslighter makes you feel like you're crazy, because what they do is they can't, they can't face their own reality and they live in their own little world and basically they have to make everything fit into their little world and if you say something that is a truth that they don't believe in they're going to gaslight you to think you're crazy you know also if 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 you want to be a person that doesn't know how to take a joke you know uh not good if you take life way too serious not good it's not attractive people the greatest healing comes from laughter and our best laughter, our best jokes should be about ourselves, not about other people. If we're making jokes and being sarcastic and judgy about other people, that is a nasty quality that people look for. And if you want a good man, it's he's probably not going to want a, a nasty, sarcastic person. He's probably going to want somebody who's funny and quirky, but not hurtful, you know, and people listen for that stuff. There are also... Um, You know, fault finders, people who claim that everybody's stupid. People get angry because people are stupid. Well, people are stupid. People do stupid things. I do stupid things. I know everybody in the world has done stupid things. We've all done stuff we're ashamed of. But if you find a person that always likes to pick out uh, flaws in people and pick them apart, that's probably not a sexy person to be with. Or you may not be the sexy person to be with if you're a fault finder. You know, we all have a tendency to find flaws in other people. But a good way to counter this, you know, is is not point out people's flaws, but actually point out the good things in them. Look for the good. If you want to get the good out of somebody, talk to their good within them compliment people they love it and if you get a compliment as a woman and you go no not really no 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 i'm not no no you're making it so hard for someone to give you a compliment why don't you just say thank you wouldn't that be beautiful if everybody would just go oh thank you that's your perception and that's great I'm that's wonderful that you think that even if you don't believe it but don't make it so hard you know The other thing that is not sexy is giving advice when it's not asked for. You know, just because someone's expressing a problem or expressing their feelings doesn't mean you're there to solve it. And there's a lot of analytical people in this world that fall behind that, and they think they're supposed to solve everything, especially men. Men can be this way, and that drives a woman nuts because all she wants is him to hear her feelings. So if you're good about validating feelings, that means you're probably going to be an attractive person because... You validate feelings. Most people don't. Most people try to fix them. They're not meant to be fixed. They're meant to be felt. And so, you know, that's, that's oftentimes why women enjoy talking to women because women understand feelings. And that's an important ingredient to be, to find as an attractive man, to find somebody that learns how to validate feelings and doesn't try to solve all your problems. And if not, there's this beautiful world called a preference. You know, I'd prefer you just listen to me, I, you know, and validate. I, I don't want to get the solutions. I know you like solutions. It's great. But I really prefer just listen, you know, and I'll do that for you. So, so, you know, telling people your preferences is teaching someone how to love you without an expectation. And that's a beautiful way to form a relationship. Prefer, prefer, prefer teaches people how to love you. If you're a person who whoops out your cell phone all the time on a date with a man, eh, and the man does that on the date, preferred communicate. No, the phone thing. No, that's not good in my life. We're here for each other. We both make great effort to be here. Let's enjoy here. Yes, I know your phone's important. Yes, I know your work's important. Yes, I know your kids are important or somebody else is important out there. Yes, but we don't need to be staring at our phone 24 by 7. We have made that our companion. And that's very sad because in the olden days when there were only four uh, basic television stations and uh, there weren't cell phones and uh, there was AM radio, people basically um, had to learn how to communicate. And how to be alone in a restaurant, eating with no cell phone. That's what people did. And you have to make, you have to fill your time. You know, the other thing is one-upmanship. That's a very, very unattractive feature. You know, if if, if somebody's telling you a story and then you have to communicate a one-up story, that says a lot about you. And that also says a lot to them. So if you are a one-up person, always trying to, to surpass other people, that means that there is a competitive part of you, there's also a defensive part of you, and there's a part of you that is not a good listener and not a good nurturer. So that can be a very unattractive feature. You know, the better thing is, is just shut up and listen. Once again, the listener is in charge of the conversation. Be a good listener. That's a very attractive quality. And that goes for both ways, men and women or men and men or women and women. You know, it's a great thing. Storytelling is a wonderful thing to have. The other thing that is so cool, when people actually go on a date and talk about possibilities, I'm not talking about possibilities of getting married, I'm talking about possibilities of what you would like to have in your life. Yeah, man, if it was possible, I would love to go to this place, I would love to meet somebody like this to go you know, m- vacation, or I would like to meet somebody that knows how to play the certain sport, whatever that is, possibilities, possibilities, possibilities. Beautiful conversation pieces, beautiful things to have. You know, throughout the 20th century, that's the last century, the marital rate has generally no less than eight marriages uh, per about a 1,000 people population. But the marriage rates also varied considerably over the years in the past century. It declined to around uh, eight marriages per 1,000 during the Great Depression. And then it peaked at 16 marriages per 1,000 at the close of World War II. But since the start of the 21st century, the marriage rate has declined from more than eight marriages down to about six marriages per 1,000. And that is 2019. And it's a stunning statistic. And so, you know, 70 years ago, a large majority of U.S. households, approximately 80%, were made up of married couples. In 2020, the proportion of households uh, consisting of marriage couples fell to 49%. Some of the major factors is long-term decline in the marriage rate have been female education, labor force participations, women's economic independence, gender equality. America is also experiencing growing numbers of women and men living alone, as well as increasing unmarried cohabitation. Thus, dogs are like the most popular thing to have because they love you unconditionally. So we see people in big cities with their dogs a lot, a lot, especially here in Seattle. Delaying marriage has also played a role in the lower marriage rates that we're experiencing today. You know, the median ages of first marriage are now 30 years for men and 28 years for women and about eight years higher than the ages of the 50s. Also, you know, U.S. adults aged 18 to 34 were married, fell from uh, uh, approximately 60 percent to 30 percent. 60 percent was in 1978. 1978. 18 to 34 were married. 60 percent. Now it's 30 percent. In addition to delayed marriage, there's a whole bunch of proportions of young U.S. adults that are expected to never marry. And that is another priority that people are experiencing. All right. That's our show. I want to thank everybody for listening. I love hearing from you. You can do that at voiceamerica.com, the empowerment channel, of Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Now, remember, nothing like a date with an incredible, compatible person who is devastatingly ugly. Also, it's better to be healthy alone than sick with someone else. <laughs> also, you need to date a few bad men to know what a good one looks like. Also, being a good man is something you don't, uh, you do not uh, think you are, then don't date a good woman. Thanks for listening.
0: That's our show for this week.